Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, ladies, today, Rachel and I are going to be discussing something that is kind of a topic that's been heavy on our minds and our hearts because it probably is on everybody else's too a lot of the time, you know, going through a lot of different issues in life, whether business, things with social media, right? Like the stress that can cause all all of, I mean, we all were alive in 2020. So we got through that, navigating 2021, all the crazy stuff that's happening where it can be overwhelming sometimes. And that can affect our mental health sometimes. And we just notice that sometimes when, when people want to go seek mental health, like a counselor or a therapist or something like how, where, where that stigma comes from, where people think there's something really wrong that you want to talk to somebody and how that should be like a really normal thing. And how, I don't know, I'm of the personal belief. I feel like if everyone had a mental health counselor, we'd probably all be in a better world. But that's okay that that's normal, that it's not something to be like ashamed of or embarrassed about if you're going through something where you feel like you need somebody to talk to that shouldn't be, that shouldn't be a stick. That shouldn't be something to feel weird about. Yeah. It shouldn't be a deterrent to actually get the help and healthcare that you need. And this is something that we see more of it online, which is great because we really do have to talk more about it. And when we talk about like this whole normalizing this, normalizing that, if anything should be normalized, mental health should be normalized. Because right. we don't even know what's like going on in our minds. And, you know, for us to try to use words to articulate and verbalize it, sometimes we don't even have that connection. So when we look at it from a whole perspective, it's like, okay, if you have a cold, you go to a doctor. If your you know, heart's not working right, you go to a cardiologist. You go to these specialists for whatever's like breaking or needs care or whatever. But yet, if we go for mental health, you know, our brains and all this good stuff that's in there, it's almost like taboo. It's like, oh, something's wrong with you. But the truth is, there is nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you. Like these are, we have like sicknesses and health issues that happen in our entire being. And some live in our brain, some live in our heart, some lives in in a pancreas or intestine, wherever it is. But the truth is we yeah. have to tend to it. We have to take care of it. And that's our mind, right? Our yeah. mental and emotional states and our well-being is just as important as our hearts and our intestines and all the other good stuff. So it may be more so in some cases. I very think. much so because that's really the engine that like gets this machine going. You know, we get yeah. our brain and our hearts and our lungs and all the stuff play a part, but yet you know, we live in our heads, right? So that's the kind of the thing that chatters all day long. And it's like, if we have to live in that space, we have to make sure that it's tended to. It's the garden. We got to clear out the weeds. We got to clear out the clutter, make sure that things are working properly, that we're well-oiled in all those right key areas. And I think just overall, we don't see enough talk and we don't see enough action when it comes to our mental health. We just tend to look at it as it's an illness. Therefore, you're ill. And it's not right to be defined by what is happening in, in your being, just like you wouldn't say you're IBS because you have irritable bowel syndrome because there's something wrong with your intestines. Like you are not your problem. Right. Exactly. And I think too, like, like realizing that, well, first of all, I wish I would have started seeing someone sooner. I am yet at, at the time of recording this, I have not yet seen um, a mental health counselor. I mean, 
But in college, after I got caught drinking a few times, but that's a whole nother story, nothing to do with this. But my point is, is having like reached out and made an appointment makes me feel really good. And I wish I would have done it sooner. And I was with a couple of friends, like some of my friends that I've been friends with since we were kids for a really, really long time. And um, just, to, just to prove the point, what you're saying about how sometimes you feel weird about it, like I had mentioned to them that I had set up an appointment and I was going to go see somebody. And they were immediately all like, are you okay? Like, what's wrong? Like, what happened, right? All this kind of stuff. So I'm not knocking them. Like, they're being a good friend, right? Like, they're just concerned, right? They're immediately wanting to make sure I'm okay. So I'm not like knocking them that they did anything wrong (laughs) because they obviously did what was right and was asking and they were there to listen, you know? But but it would just like set this thing off in my head that it was like they meet people immediately think like you're super struggling really bad if you're going to go see somebody for your mental health. Or I don't think, yes, that could be the case. But I think like sometimes I feel like it doesn't have to be bad. Like we're all in our heads all the time. And, and just sometimes having somebody to talk to, to like maybe see things that you can't see or offer a different perspective as to, you know, here's your beliefs or here's what's going on. And here's what, how you view your life and your scenario, which is causing anxiety or stress, but offer different options as to why you see it this way versus another way or whatever. And just like help kind of guide and walk you through that. And I think that that's, again, I just think everybody, (laughs) if the whole world, we all just had, had some help, some mental health help, how great it would be. But, you know, so I'm not, again, I'm not knocking them for like saying anything. I'm grateful that they cared about me to ask if I'm okay. But it's just like, wow, like, why do we immediately think something's terribly wrong because you want to see somebody? <laughs> yeah. And I think it goes back to just like the the stigma, right? It was like a just taboo. We didn't talk about that stuff. I don't know. There's like, you know, you see right. videos and movies and stuff from way back then. And, you know, all like the electric shock therapy and some of the stuff that is just a little bit, you know, antiquated, you know, <laughs> but it it's not like, just to be honest, like there's nothing wrong with you, period. Like there's nothing wrong with you. We all have our own struggles and our own issues. And we're all, we're all dealing with whatever it is the best we can with what we know. And for us to get, improve or do better, or move through something, we need that kind of support. So a lot of the stuff that we might internalize and struggle, it's not exactly something that you can just pour on your best friend or even your partner or, you know, sometimes yeah. you really do have to have that support that allows you to have the space just to talk through something. Or once you've identified what that is, a licensed therapist or, you know, a medical professional that can help aid and guide you into what is the best course of treatment or action or even just strategizing a a plan that might work best for you. For me, when I started getting into therapy and just mental health, that was several years back, but it was something that was never even an option to me. Like it just never even occurred to me. It It wasn't brought up. I grew up in a time where we didn't talk about problems or emotions or feelings or any of that stuff. We just stuffed it down inside and just well, I think if you heard me on any of our other episodes, we all know that whatever we held pulled inside will come out in some form or another. So we see that. And like, you know, nowadays on social media, we it's about, you know, everyone's debating and, and voicing their opinions and speaking their truth and so adamant. And it becomes this banter and this war. But really all it is is a, like a struggle to prove one's ego of who's right. And it's because Amen. we're not... I, 
And because we're holding this inside and we don't have people sitting with us to hold that space and say, let's talk about some hard, heavy shit. Like I'm going to hold space for you because that's what friends do. But yeah, again, some of these things that we're battling through aren't really friend. You know, we can't put this responsibility on our friends. We need professional help on that end. So anyway, you know, when I first got into therapy, it was just, I didn't know where the direction of it, but I started meeting with a counselor and I just, I guess I didn't realize how much work we had to do. And I'm not saying this in a bad way because this is exactly what our podcast is about is that there was nothing wrong with you. It's just what the longer you forego the process, the more unraveling and uncovering and unpacking one must do. And that's where, you know, I found myself and I'm so grateful for that opportunity to have done that because it allowed me to become more freer and lighter and, you know, more awareness. And it just makes me, you know, in a place where I can just see things differently as well as approaching other people and seeing things differently from that objective as well. So there's so much good that comes out of it. It's just that we as a society have have kind of crushed that down or just say like, if you have to be, you know, seek mental health or therapy or whatever, then there's something wrong with you. Again, there was nothing wrong with you. Yeah, because I think it all should be. And as you're saying that, I'm thinking like, goodness, can we please get all of America in some sort of group therapy? Can we all just (laughs) sit down with the counselor and chat? Because I feel like too, there's that different things of like mental... I don't know, like awareness and maturity, right? Like eventually to get to the point where you know that you don't know everything. And I feel like just to your point on like social media and like people arguing about who's right or whatever, because that can affect your mental health because like you, you, some people will spend all day online commenting mm-hmm. with people that they don't know. And some people are just trying to F with you anyways. <laughs> like they're not even meaning what they're saying. They're just messing with you. But like, you don't know. And so I like, I just feel like over the past like years, like it's just, I feel like I've gotten to a point where obviously I'm not perfect or whatever. And I definitely have my opinions, but I feel like I've gotten to a space where when it comes to seeing this, I just kind of like look at things of like, that's interesting. And like, I wonder what, ha- where they're at in life that gives them that perspective of this versus the perspective that I have. On whatever. It's not to say like one way is right or wrong, right. but it's great now to see but everybody things thinks that they're right. Who doesn't want to be right? Exactly. And but, it's, right. And, and one way is not right or wrong. It's just a different perspective, right? Where it's like, if I view something one way and I can explain that, but then like, you know, you hear somebody else that maybe it has a different opinion or a different view. And when they explain it, it's kind of like, you might still hold your own belief or your own opinion, but then it kind of like, oh, I didn't think about it that way. And like, you can kind of like, that makes sense too, or whatever. Anyways, that could be a tangent, but whatever. My point is, is when you take in, like, take that that mental capacity, that bandwidth to get into arguments about something where there is no black and white, what's right, right? Like, sometimes there's a lot of gray areas and you're trying to prove something, like, you're just going to go mentally exhausted and just, it's pointless. So just maybe see a mental health counselor and dive deeper into why you have the view that you have toward this subject or whatever it is. But and I think that, yeah, there's so much, there's so much available to us, I think, than ever before to cause that anxiety or that stress mentally, right? Than before, where like growing up, you know, like we didn't have the internet or things like that. So it was basically like my little bubble of like my hometown, my family, my friends, 
that kind of stuff where I just feel like as time goes on, where now you're exposed to the world and we're seeing information and we're seeing news sources and we're seeing all of this stuff at a faster rate than ever before. And it's hard for our brains to process mm-hmm. everything because we're bombarded with a million things all at once from so many angles, right? Because if it's not on social media, your friends are talking about it or at Thanksgiving, your family's talking. It's like everywhere. It's like you can't get away from some of these stressful topics. So I don't know. I think if anything with like finding mental health or whatever, it's just like finding those strategies. I kind of feel like to like kind of deal with that stress, right? Or get yourself breaks. Like I've done many social media detoxes and usually I'm always like, why do I go back to social media? Because <laughs> it feels so good to not be on it sometimes, but yeah, it, it's, but. It, it, and it's funny because when, you know, when you bring this up, it's kind of like, oh, but it's almost like we know we're going back to certain things that like trigger us. But like you said, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're so bombarded by all the like lights, camera, action kind of stuff. It's just like nonstop where our brains are just in overwhelm, overdrive and all the stimulation. And, you know, when we haven't actually learned to process or deal or heal with whatever had been already going on, now we're just like sensory and stimulation over overload where we almost feel like we're short-circuiting at times. And maybe that can play a part into how we react or respond to certain situations. Perhaps that's why we're showing up very irritated, short-tempered, or where our anxiety is heightened, or that we're finding ourselves in, in a depressed state, you know, more often. And we have to look at what are the stimuluses that are happening in our life. And like I said, you know, kind of pulling from a little bit of my own experiences, what Erin had just said, we we didn't grow up in a time where there was internet, like accessible where it is now. So it's almost like we had to tell our parents or you know, our counselors or whoever it was at different stages of our life. And it's like, but we didn't even know what that was. So when somebody say, well, what is wrong with you? It's like, we didn't have words because we had no idea that there was a term or a thing or something. So it was just, so what's wrong with you? I don't know. Like literally, I do not know. You tell me. (laughs) Right. And so now it's like, when we find ourselves there, we know that there's this internal struggle of some sort. That's where it's like, okay, instead of not knowing, now you know where to go to help you find and identify what it is so you can, again, identify and heal and feel what is happening inside of you as well as you moving through those, uh, you know, the certain things that you may be going through. And of course, we're, we're obviously not licensed professionals and all this stuff, so we'll put that out there as well. And everyone has their own battle that they're struggling with and there's different levels and different degrees in the seriousness of it. So wherever you might find yourself, perhaps just acknowledging that you're at this stage is the first start. And, you know, wherever you might find yourself like going AA. up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, you know, you have to you have to say like, I know that there's something wrong with me, not sure what it is, but what is right now isn't conducive to what I want to be. Something is preventing right. me. So again, just, you know, the insight, that awareness stuff. And it's like, so how and where can you find the help that you need? Again. Internet is your best friend. There are online services. I believe there's one called like Better Health, I think it is, or we'll include a few talk. in our sh- yeah, yeah, Better Talk is what it is. There's another there's, one as well. Talkspace too, I think Talkspace or something. Yeah, that's so I was confusing the two, but we'll we'll throw a few a few sources in the show notes as well as just a starter, but also something you might want to talk up to your primary physician about or just doing some quick Google searches to find a, a therapist that might be in your local area. The resources, or ask a friend. 
Right. Sometimes that's they re, they're people that ha, are seeing somebody currently that they know and like or get a referral. Right. And the resources are endless. And the, and the truth is, is that it's nothing to be ashamed of. We're all struggling. And I think now it's a huge disservice to not only yourself, but to others to not get this, the help that, you know, you need, because when you're finding yourself in these short circuited, you know, environments like irritation, anxiety, heightened, you know, all these things that are really changing who you are, that's where you got to say, this isn't who I want to be. And then start from there. Yeah. You, every time you say the word irritated, I'm like, it's exactly me. I'm (laughs) feeling very irritable. Lately. Yes. That's why I'm seeking help. Right. Identifying those triggers and then just, you know, find it from there. But I, I, you know, Aaron and I are both hands down, get the support, get the help that you need. There is no shame. Do not feel guilty about it. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. You don't need fixing. None of that. We're all just part of keeping up the maintenance of our, of our machines so we can continue enjoying and living our life to the fullest. And why, you know, we don't believe in half-assing things and it's just important to take care of everything inside and out of you. Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll include all of that in the show notes below. And if this resonated with you, of course, we love connecting with all of you. So hit us up, follow us on Instagram, follow us in the Confident Woman community, shoot us DMs. We we would love just to hear from you. You know, one, we want to know that we're not alone too. I mean, it's really cool when we all come together and, you know, support each other. So why not start there? So thanks, guys. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.